Hey freelancers, Steve here. Just a heads up, we had some audio recording issues this episode. My voice is really blown out compared to everyone else's, so I recommend turning it down slightly so your eardrums don't explode. Sorry about that. I tried to do everything I could to fix it to make it match and make it listenable. But just like freelancers, we adapt, we overcome, and there's a shaper storm on the horizon. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Your hosts, Stephen, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex. Or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins and let's drop in. Welcome, freelancers, to episode 71 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, the longest-running anthem podcast on the internet. I am your host, along with three of my co-hosts and a special guest joining us for episode 71. Uh, William from Your Anthem is back with us. William, how are you doing today? How's it going? I am doing absolutely phenomenal. I'm thrilled to be back with you guys. It's it's good to be back with the Codex, gents. We are glad to have glad you. glad to have you here. Welcome. Welcome aboard. Last time you were here, you you were not an EA Game Changer, now you are. So you've got all this information that we're going to dig out of you. We're going to break all the NDAs you've been given. Because, I mean, you just you have all this information, and you just got to get it out, right? So what is there a better place to do it than here? Yeah, sure. Why not? That, that's not how that works, but yeah, we could do that. Sure. I'm sure <laughs> that's exactly how it works. So Steven said that. The monitors are dead, uh, we, by the way. We do, we do apologize for the audio difficulties we are having this evening. Discord is up in arms. And so if Steve sounds like he's going through a tunnel in the 1980s on a cell phone, then... So so I don't think anyone will actually hear my voice um, going out because everything is going through my computer. So you guys will be the only ones that hear me that so way. So it's just our voices that are going out. Well, then it's just us. No, that's actually, good, I actually just, see you guys. It's just on the YouTube video. So when everybody watches... I mean, that's... <laughs> That's pretty that's awesome. standard operation for uh, my set. Awesome. Internet problems galore. So, and you know, we have been doing this for seventy-one episodes, so stuff like this is normal. Um, it's it's normal. Just happened, we are on so. seventy-one episodes. Can you guys believe it? It's been a long time. We have been doing this for a long time. It just sounds like Steven's swearing all the time, and it really does. Like, he like Steven swears all the time. I thought that was my job. <laughs> like he's being bleeped. That's funny. It'll be awesome. I was but a boy when this all began. Guys, did you know how many days there is to the launch of Anthem? Yes, there's 21. 21. Mike, you get four points. Devin, how many days until you get um, access through Origin Access Premiere? 14 days. 14 days. Very nice. We even have a mixer chat is answering for us. Uh, JD, I'm going to give you a softball on this one. Um, Open demo. (laughs) How many days till the open demo? Uh, it starts tomorrow, so one day. <laughs> All right, there's an easy one for you. So pretty exciting stuff. Um, we'll talk a lot about the VIP demo that we went through. First, um, we got a couple of get-to-know-you questions because that's something that we like to do. So get-to-know-you question. We'll start with you, William, because you're the guest. If you were a wrestler, what would your entrance music be? I didn't read this beforehand. I... I... We'll we'll let you figure it out, and we'll go to JD. He's channeling J- the silent films. We'll, we'll we'll do Valor by by Sarah Schatzner. There we go. Hey. Oh come on! There we go. Oh, I don't watch wrestling. I don't know wrestling. I don't like wrestling. I don't know music. So it, it works. You out. don't have a theme song. No, you know, what's up, Danger? What's up, Danger from that uh, Spider-Man soundtrack? That's a pretty like good one. one. I dig it. 
JD, do you have a uh, uh, what is it? A coming out, coming out music, entrance music. Coming out music is probably for something different. <laughs> entrance <laughs> music. That's something different. Entrance. I mean, depending on the word choice, it's either something heavy rock or it's Barbara Streisand. So, uh, <laughs> but if I was, uh, if I were to make a wrestling entrance, uh, I'd have to go with the song that probably gets me the most amped up, and it has it has it's done this since I was a kid. It'd be the OG Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song. That like power metal just uh, gets me pumped up every time, man. Like I could, I could hear that. It just like. Oh, it makes me want to punch something. It's great. Okay, fair enough. Devin, you have entrance music. Yes, I put You Don't Know. I don't know, so what is it? What's the music? (laughs) Yeah, That's the name of the song, You Don't Know. (laughs) No, I don't. Who's it by? It's a what? It's a collaboration. collaboration. (laughs) It's uh, it's got 50 Cent, Cassius, Eminem, Lloyd Banks. Uh, They all got together, and uh, you should uh, look at very cool. Like the game is going to be something like some who's on first business, like you don't know, done by I don't care. No, but it's, it's yeah, just look it up. Very cool. Enjoy. We're going to have to. We're going to have to look these up. Mike, just do you have sure a you uh, have sensitive ears to look up the uh, the safe for work cover? Uh, <laughs> Mike, do you have a uh, entrance music you do, you would come out to? Old school. I'm going old school. Um, Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba, that is old school. Yep. That's a song Tub. I have not even thought about in, in ages. In a long time, right? Tub thumping by Chumbawamba. I think maybe they're just funny words that I like. And I like it, saying funny words. Yeah, it's a funny word. So a couple but, people but from... Specifically the, specifically the part where it says I get knocked down, but I get up again. You know, kind of like psychologically get into my opponent's head. Like They can knock me down, but I'm getting up. Okay. Unless they knock you out and then you can't get... Devin... You shut up. <laughs> so we got a couple answers from chat. So Phaedron says, I believe in a thing called love by the darkness or you're the voice by John Farnham. Or is that John Favreau? I didn't know John Favreau had like a singing career. I thought he just directed and acted in Marvel aren't, movies. Aren't those like love ballads though? And then those are kind of weird love ballads. Their intro music. All right. then, I'm baking. I'm baking. Brad um, says sauna by Ramstein. So kind of fun stuff. Ramstein. Rusted says John Rusted says John Fram is Aussie. So anytime you bring up anyone, like Rusted will tell you if they're Australian or not. He's like the Australian um, IMDB. So nice. All right. So we do we do have a guest here. William. Hi. How's it going? So one thing that you can do, um, everyone, this Saturday, we are actually going to be hosting the first um, edition of the Anthem Premier League. And the Anthem Premier League is a stronghold race that we are going to be hosting at 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on the 2nd of February during the open demo. William will actually be leading a team. William, are you leading a team or are you going to like, um, are you going to contract that out to, to other to no, other people in your no, community? No. I'm, I'm going to lead a team for sure. Uh, I've got on my team right now, I'm still looking for one more. There's a good strategy and there's a good reason why I don't have my fourth right now. I'm not going to share that. Talk to you, Mulehorn. And, and Lupo and, and Bags and all you beautiful people. I'm not telling you what I've got up my sleeve, but uh, I've got Grimslinger, who's one of my patrons and a very good buddy of mine. And then Anchor, uh, who is a fellow Twitch streamer, who is a Bioware nut and a Thrawn nut, just like I am. So we, we've already got a good team chemistry already. We're just looking for that fourth, but uh, not saying anything, but they can eat my, uh, uh, my seal dust. Did you, oh, uh, what was like- your best time from the VIP demo? 
Did you time it when you're in the VIP demo? Uh, no, I did not. But we figured out a pretty good, uh, pretty good strategy. Pretty, pretty. It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Can you tell us what your uh, team composition is going to be made up of? Minus that fourth. Uh, part. Are you trying yeah. to like get ninja? Are you like talking to ninja to see if he'll come <laughs> on and play with you? Is that what the holdout is? Who's that? Oh my gosh! New phone. Oh. Who this? Yeah. <laughs> no. Moving on. So will. <laughs> So William's going to be um, running a team. We also have bags from Anthem Insider will be running a team. Lupo will be host, will will have a team. Then JD will actually be running a team as well. JD, do you no have idea. any sweet strats that uh, do that you're going to bring to the race this Saturday? Yeah, by all means, let me know. Uh, sweet <laughs> strats. Um, well, if I did, I'd be playing. I'd be keeping them, you know, pretty close to my chest right now, but. <laughs> Um, I do know. I mean, this isn't. Getting, but there's like no trophy. Uh, so if you want to, like, you know, give us some content for the podcast <laughs> no and tell us right what you're now, thinking about, about. I mean, that would be thing. fine. The truth is, the truth is, I don't have any sweet strats, and I was, I was trying not to reveal that. Okay, I mean, that's kind of <laughs> what I was getting at. I think like, saying he, he, he hasn't been strongholded yet, is. so he doesn't you know. know what my strategy is. My strategy is. My, my team are the people that I trust the most in this world to be on my team. I picked my uh, my brother, uh, my brother-in-law, and my best friend, who I consider a brother. So, band of brothers going on right here. It's happening. All right. All right. I like it. I'll, I'll tell you this much. I am going to be rocking a storm, and I'm going to be a pure primer build. So, ice shards and uh, ice blast, or I think that's what we're calling it, ice blast. Ice I, I, I haven't memorized the names yet. I think it's. Oh, I thought it was the Ice Lance. Ice Lance. I could be wrong. Frost Lance. Oh no, not not that, not that Lance thing. God, oh, okay. I hate that ability. <laughs> Golly, that's a. <laughs> and then the and then Cag and Ryu will uh, will also be hosting a team. So we're gonna have five teams. Um, so Cags and JD will be going up in the wild card round, and then after the wild card round, that the winner of that round will actually move to play against Bags's team. And then Lupo and William will actually be facing off in the first round. So it'll be, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to host, we're going to. We are going to be just as surprised as the rest of you when we hear exactly the pairings (laughs) because we heard none of that. It's, 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 I I know, I know it went out to everybody else, (laughs) but for us, we didn't hear it. Well, oh. it'll be a surprise for you guys, so that's super exciting. It will be a surprise for us. No, it'll, like, be it'll be what for I us think a, uh, I think the best strategy is to go and shoot the things and win the game. All the so, if, so if everybody can do that, shoot the things, win the game, collect the stuff. Except for the ones that you can go past. Basically, hey, hey, hey. no, they have to kill. They have to do 100% damage on everything. Uh, everything has to be dead. It doesn't matter. They don't, in they order don't for it to count. XP. So. <laughs> That's a, those are some sweet strategies, Mike, that you got going there. All right, one thing that I wanted to talk about, and I'm glad that William is here, and hopefully you guys can hear me. William, you were recently out at an event. Um, do you want yes. to talk about the event that you were at, what you did, what you heard, what you saw? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I was invited out. Well, the first of the year, I was invited to become an EA Game Changer, which was monumental i was eternally grateful for the opportunity and uh i went to pack south a few days prior where i met uh the Mulehorn guys got to be interviewed by them uh met thaddeus prime and a bunch of other really cool guys and uh people and man top-notch individuals let me tell you who i can't wait to uh cream uh 
no, I'm <laughs> kidding. I, these guys are really just above top notch. So I got to head back home and I rested for maybe 10 hours before I was on my plane to San Francisco. Uh, and in San Francisco, we had a capture event where we got to record some awesome stuff. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, the embargo of which is coming off tomorrow. So uh, you guys get to experience that before the VIP Busy. demo. Uh, nothing crazy, but I can't say much, but it, it's not going to be like mind blowing, but it's going to be really, really cool. Um, what else? Uh, we recorded a lot of stuff. I got to meet Sil, uh, Silicosta. I got to meet uh, Jen. I can't ever pronounce her last name. Renata? Shervine. No, Shervine, something like that. Uh, She's an associate producer. She used to be a QA lead. Uh, Got to meet Jesse. Well, Jesse met at PAX, and then uh, AJ finally got to meet him. Uh, Gamble, that jerk. I'm I'm kidding. But uh, he decided (laughs) he was there, and then he booked it a couple hours before we all got there. So, you know, that's fine, Mike. That's all right. I didn't want to be anyway. Got to finish a game, so he's just doing it. No, no, no. no. You can but call him a jerk. Guy. We call him like a jerk and all kinds of names on this podcast. He's okay with that, I think. So. <laughs> he's cool, though. He's a great guy. They're all cool. I, I would have, if we're, we're leveling, though, John Warner is uh, still up there. I, I remember you all asked me last time who I wanted to invite out to dinner one night. Uh, would it be Casey Hudson or uh, John Warner? It's John Warner, hands down, the coolest guy in. Uh, gaming development right now but we had a great time record some great stuff and i cannot wait for you all to finally get to see it very cool i'm excited for it we're waiting (laughs) i'm I'm really surprised that they're not like the embargo is lifting tomorrow the day of the open demo i figured people would be playing the game reason for it Okay, so you guys are just going to be spoiling all the deets then, so... No, no, no. So there were specific things we were not allowed to record, and uh, we I talked about this on Freelancer Enclave's thing uh, last Sunday. Uh, there were certain things, like a certain stronghold uh, we weren't allowed to record. There was... Or even play, for that matter. Uh, we They gave us free roam. Oh my god, the first thing you will notice is how big the map is. Oh my god! <laughs> it took me forever to fly from point A to point B, from Tarsus all the way to, uh, uh, oh, from Tarsus to the end of the map. Uh, there's so much cool stuff I wish I could share, but wow, oh my god, you guys are not going to be disappointed in the slightest, especially with, uh, well, after the crit path. So that's, Nice, we're so, looking forward to it. I mean, you you can spoil some of it. I mean, this episode will probably go live. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather in, not. In I'd some parts not. of the country, it's already tomorrow. It's already so it, tomorrow. It's already <laughs> tomorrow yeah. over yeah. In, in Well, Japan. okay, so about those shaper storms. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. If only. Well, very cool, guys. If only it was I, that easy. I'm excited, William, to hear more about that tomorrow. So, you, so did you get to play at all in the VIP demo or no? So I got, thank God I was on my flight for most of the uh, the problem. And then, then again, thank God I was, I, I was upset. Uh, so I was boarding my flight and the VIP demo went live. This was my second flight. And I was like, oh my God, freelancers, send me your, uh, your screenshots, your javelins. I really want to see them because we got to go deep into the customization while we were at the event. Uh, and I got immediate responses. Ha ha, would love to if I got, would be able to get in. Oh, they must be having server issues or something. My flight was delayed. So I just scrolled through Twitter. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> it was it was bad. Uh, it was a start. Oh, my God. The number of direct messages I got and, and terrible things that were tweeted at me. Jeez. Eats. 
uh, and and uh, videos got mass dislike sprees, and it was it was bad. Um, but luckily, by the time I got home, I only had to wait like two and a half hours. This was about nine o'clock at night before I was finally able to get in, um, which is fine. I'm not complaining, mainly because I got to play it. But if I was like everyone else and haven't had the opportunity to play it yet, yeah, I'd be foaming at the mouth and furious. But devs were responding to us. They were talking. They were transparent. AJ and Jesse were talking. At, there was nothing that could have been done better that wasn't already being done uh, and being said. So 10 out of 10 work for, on Bioware and EA's uh, uh, transparency on the whole issue. I mean, there's no other way to say it. It was an issue. I mean, it's yeah, it it was, issues it they never encountered before, right? So, I mean. Right. And no yeah. one could have prepared for it. We couldn't have prepared for it. They couldn't have prepared for it. They said everything was fine. And then, of course, when you open up the floodgates to six million seven million people i think the first couple hours <laughs> they're gonna be issues i said in my video specifically uh, i had a friend who was playing it on the big screen he found my channel and god it's so embarrassing hearing your voice in front of your friends your real life friends <laughs> golly uh but real life friends I, 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 what are those people that aren't from my anthem or content creation background i've got plenty of you guys um but anyways i said in the, the video specifically by the way, there will be bugs. Get over it. And, uh, man, I wish people were able to get over it. I understand why they didn't, but... <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's it, very interesting. It happens, right? It, it does oh, yeah. happen, and it's... Like, these kind yeah. of issues happen on every live game um, since World of Warcraft. So it's it's not something that we should be super surprised about. I mean, it is something that sucks really bad for people that pre-order the game. They got that VIP access because this is something that, you know, it's like, okay, we paid for this. We paid to get access to it. And calling it a VIP demo, I think in some people's minds, probably changed that. You know, if they called it a beta, would that have made it better? Probably not. The internet's probably still going to be the internet. They're still going to be up in arms and start flaming that they can't get in. And then the people that took off work, I mean, it, it sucks for people that took off work trying to get into the game and weren't able. Like, I understand that. I get people's frustration. And like you said, there's a lot of people working on this. And it, I mean, I don't know how they could have handled it differently if maybe they started and did more betas earlier to ramp up to the demos, to the VIP demo, and then to the live demo. Um, so I don't, I don't know what the real answer is. I know that it sucked on both, you know, it sucked for people that paid for it that couldn't get in. I was at work for most of the day, so I didn't run into any of the issues. I got home, logged in right away and was able to play. Yeah. So I didn't have to feel that frustration. And it, I mean, it was kind of relief cause I was like, man, should I take the day off or not? And I ended up not doing it. And luckily I didn't. I mean, that would have just been sitting home watching the login screen like we did for the, the uh, oh yeah, the thing I can't talk about anymore or ever again. So, I mean, I mean it sucks. So I I don't know what you do. Bioware is gonna give out a free um, vinyl to everyone that participated. It looks like um, it almost looks like it was a vinyl prepared for Xbox Live, just because I, I of the know. coloring the for wasn't it. All that stellar, in my opinion. Uh, but you that, get two vinyl. That that was that wasn't my thing the, the vinyls aren't my thing i've, I've never put I, I don't enjoy putting them on the the suit but i'm right there with you it was a vip demo that people paid for had they called it a beta eh, it would have been something different my thing is i saw a number of people saying like you know how mike gamble was tweeting out we feel so confident about our product this is this this is that and everyone else was like yeah you're right channel and go on ahead yeah this, this is going to be uh they have such faith in their product and then this happens 
it was rough. The number of people I saw in the comments section saying they canceled their pre-orders or um, it gave Anthem a very rough start and it didn't need that rough start. It's already got enough of a rough start. And one of my favorite things I saw in addition to that was the, oh my God, EA can't manage their own damn servers or EA this or EA that. <laughs> when it's really a Bioware thing, yeah. that was the funniest part because the servers were fine. They throttled the capacity and they increased it as they as they always have. There was never, but maybe, I think they said something like 30 minutes when the game first opened that there was a server overload. After that, that was all Bioware bug and technical issues and what have you. And it's not like you can say, yeah, guys, by the way, that was a Bioware thing because they don't need any more grief than they already got. But it's remarkable. Like Mulehorn said in uh, in the chat here, Internet hate, hates EA no matter what. Uh, they would have found something anyway. And he's right. They did. Lo and behold, they did. Well, and, and I definitely... Were, the fixes, go were the fixes that they implemented, were they the right fixes? Was it the right stuff? Because um, it seemed like near the end, it got more stable. I, I got yeah. loading screened a couple times, um, but it was my issues. Um, and again, I think because I was in the same boat Steven was in, I didn't play until I got home from work and I, and I really just walked right in. Um, I got loading screened a couple times. There were a couple times where I had a little bit of lag and I would jump back and forth. Um, Rubber banding. Yeah. But, but other than that, I mean, other than that, it was fine. So were the fixes that were implemented, were they the right fixes? Do you mean what, what, what fixes do you mean? Oh, the the fixes that they're putting in this. That they put in, I mean, it seemed like it got more stable. So it seems like, it seems like the issues that were found were resolved. I, I also, from what well, I was reading online, I think the majority of the issues were kind of Xbox, PlayStation issues. I know I got the 95% load screen several times, but I mean, it, it, it never affected my gameplay to where I was like, man, this, this really sucks because I was just able to play. So I can't speak for the experiences of people on Xbox or PlayStation because, I mean, I mean that, that had to be, probably be pretty frustrating that you couldn't get in at all. So, I mean, hopefully they, they've said that they're working on that 95% issue for tomorrow, that that was part of the patch that came out. So, I mean, hopefully this stuff works. I mean, I would rather it happen during the VIP demo than at launch, right? Then, would, then during would, the launch of the game, then right. during the launch of the game, have this. I mean, because yep. um, that's what these tests are for, really, right? But but I understand the point that, that we paid to get this. We've got some vinyls out of it to compensate us. I almost think that that maybe the demo could have gone longer, maybe to help compensate those people who lost time. Um, maybe I tweeted that out. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll see that. Maybe we'll see that in the in the open beta that we're gonna have the open demo beta. that we're gonna have. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I slipped. I slipped. I slipped. So maybe so maybe that'll happen. Maybe maybe they'll compensate that way. I mean, I'm guessing not with launch being so close, 14 days on on premiere. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, it is what it is, I guess, I guess maybe I'm, I'm, I'm just too, one of those two nice guys. There's just like, you know, it is what it is, whatever I got to play. I played through the content, ran the stronghold, did the missions, played in the, played in the forge, did the things, had a good enough test for me, had fun. And then, um, I'm looking forward for the rest of it opening up, you know, starting tomorrow. And then definitely AOP on Saturday, and so uh, for me, for me the test was fine. I, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed being in there. Um, first thing you do, I think, I think mostly, I don't know, mostly first thing I did is I jumped to the forge, 
changed colors because I knew everyone else was going to be in the same colors javelin. So I wanted to just differentiate myself to begin with. And it's really funny because I customized mine and I was able to get on before Steve was. And I customized my javelin and I started playing with Devin and Steve jumped in. First, he joined us on the chat. All right, guys, I'm coming in. Um, loaded, got a loading screen, finishing up in the forge. And Steve jumped in, and we had the exact same color scheme. It was like, well, had the same <laughs> color scheme. It was, it was hilarious. We laughed pretty hard. And so oh, we started running, started shooting the things, um, started playing with the guns. Uh, now, what so, were you shooting in particular? I'm kind of wondering. I, yeah, so, so if this question is going to show up, I shot <laughs> zero gravits. There were zero gravits under my belt. Not that I am pro grab it. I am. I am just pro uh, necessity. <laughs> if I if I needed to harvest them to stay alive for my character to stay alive in game, I would have. But since there was no purpose, I stayed away from the gravits. I shot the things that were shooting at me, really, and it was really cool. I really liked. Um, I'll segue to the characters, or not the characters, but the creatures. Those uh, the rhino-looking bear things. I don't, I forget their names. The flaps just, come up the side. Yeah, that are just hanging out in the water. Like you can walk up to them, and 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 if you leave your controller too long, the game kind of starts going into like a panoramic kind of like scenic view kind of thing. Yeah, and and so I started to pan around and had one of those creatures in the background, and it was doing its thing, and I was there in my javelin, you know, kind of flexing or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool picture. So I kind of had a moment there, you know, kind of a a uh, Marty Stauffer into the wild uh, moment. Um, had a moment with the animals, did you? It was awesome. So those that creature was really cool, and it didn't attack you and try to kill you like everything else did in the world. Um, but it was fun. You know, the, the, the creatures in the game are just amazing looking and yeah. freaky looking all at the same time. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, look at that scorpion, kill it with fire. Um, but but I love playing with the guns. The gunplay was awesome. Um, I love the sound of the guns. Um, that that was one of a big selling point for me. I just just when you shot and then when it hit its target, just that thump thump thump. It sounded great. Um, so let me let me ask you a question, Mike. Since, since you've jumped you in, since you're jumping into guns really quick, I, what did you guys think about getting critical shots um, while playing Anthem? Did that feel satisfying at all to you guys? Like hitting crit spots? Was it? Do you think it was missing something? Because I, I it felt like to me. Like shooting enemies and getting crits on heads and backpacks kind of just miss the impact of, oh yeah, I just got a critical. Other than the number popping up and being yellow, it didn't feel like it had, I don't know, it just felt like it was missing something to me. Like, I don't know if it needs no, a, right a bigger you. explosion. I think for me, I think yeah. for me because, because I am a gun guy and I look at, I look at ammo and I look at magazine size. And, and for me, I have this in the back of my head, take this enemy down with the least amount of work possible. And so there is incentive for me to go for crit shots because it's definitely more damage and health bars go down faster. And and it is kind of a game for me in my head because I want to time my reloads in between getting two enemies. Like I don't want to reload um, with an enemy with just a sliver of life left or even half life left because I missed my shots. So so for me there is incentive, but and and I definitely I definitely want to see yellow numbers as opposed to white numbers. Yeah. Um. It wasn't like satisfying, like like oh yeah, I'm I'm doing this game the way it should be, um, like that. I don't know if that's what you're describing, but for me it was it was make sure I can get this enemy down in between in between mag swaps, and and be able to support my teammates who I was with. So that was my that was my feeling. 
Yeah, I, I was unloading. I can remember this specifically. I've done this, I don't know how many times now, but both the VIP demo and during the uh, the capture session, I would look a scar straight in the face with the SMG and unload into it, and I would feel nothing. Like, it, it didn't feel like I was hitting a crit point. There would be numbers, but that was it. And it didn't feel like anything significant. It didn't feel like it was rewarding you Maybe it was rewarding you with a point or two more damage, but it didn't feel like so much a, a crit point. Like this this person, uh, Rusted Blade, said in the, the chat, felt more like a weak spot shot than a crit feeling. And I, I didn't feel any real impact or anything insane. Uh, even when I was using the sniper rifles, now there's something wrong when you don't feel uh, feel that. With even The dev the Devastator was kind of more like a, a railgun, in my opinion, but I enjoy the Whirlwind yeah. a bit more. Um, the Whirlwind... I pelleted damn brutes. I didn't feel a thing. It just... So what's the fix there then? What's the fix? Is, does a crit hit make everybody explode? And then you're like, I mean, yeah, it would be, not a crit hit. It would be nice if at the very least, like it interrupted an animation. There you go. That would be good, wouldn't it? I mean, that that that's that's just like a basic thing. Like, especially like, I mean, it's, it's a mechanic used in boss fights all the time. Like deal X amount of damage, uh, knock a boss out of their animation before they can get off that big attack. I mean, it's well, sometimes the done in other games. Yeah, I mean, if you, it's sometimes done in other games. Like, you know, just hit the weak spot a couple of times, and you know, they stop doing what they're doing, or they have to restart doing what they're doing. So, but it would be nice if, like, there was just some kind of visual impact because uh, the only one that had any kind of like visual uh, response to hitting a weak point where those uh i forget their names but the uh the big colossus shield enemies with the flamethrowers when you hit the tanks there was an explosion but didn't really like upset like their animations too much you just saw the explosion and maybe like a struggle for like half a second well, not even half a second it, it was barely noticeable i know what you i know what you mean i froze one of those things i think they're called uh either rats or brutes or something like that but i froze that thing and i went behind it and unloaded into it with an lmg and it popped it, but it didn't feel like it did anything to the enemy. It just felt like, oh, he yeah. Hit me. I think right. one of you, the... you're, if, if you're think... not looking at the yellow numbers, you have some mom moments where you're you're firing at these things, and you end up just realizing to yourself, like, am I actually even hitting it? Because it says yellow, but I'm not seeing anything. Well, I, th mm -hmm. I think the thing that's really missing um, for me personally is there's an audio cue, and I think the two greatest. Um, <laughs> The two yeah, greatest. Can you, can you repeat that for our benefit, please? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's missing an audio cue. Like two of the best, most satisfying times you can get a crit, <laughs> like playing Destiny. Sorry, playing. Sorry. No, it's okay, like, like Mike. One more time. I, I, do, I do apologize. I'm like, just. It's just. It's just coming through on our on our end. Uh oh. Well, and, and JD got so mad that he just left. That's fine. I, uh, I I just have to rearrange every you know overlay that no. I have on here. So I think we apologize it, if you look if you're playing Halo, um, and you get a if you get a headshot on a grunt and you have grunt birthday party on, it makes the explosion. <laughs> it makes confetti come out of their head and it goes yay, and that's like super satisfying because you get that feedback that you got a crit shot playing Destiny. You get a headshot on a drag or on a fallen and their heads explode. And that's super satisfying. Now, I don't know if that's satisfying because you have the first-person view and you're more up close and personal to it. But, I mean, that that kind of makes it like, okay, I got a crit. And it makes you want to do it more and more. Like in Anthem wasn't so far. Wasn't that also, Steve, sorry to interrupt, but wasn't that also a perk on a gun? 
Um, it yeah, you could get a perk on a gun that would make things explode more. It wouldn't make um, it explode on on critical hits. But I any mean, but so any time you got a crit yeah. on their head, their head would explode, or puff into vapor or smoke. So, yeah. I mean, one so of the then, so then it sounds like maybe the fix would be just something like that, just just an exploding head, um, stopping an animation. Like like it's not. I guess what I'm saying is it's not hard to add. Right? It wouldn't be hard to add. <laughs> Or would it? Good to go. Well, I mean, I mean, so 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 I guess no. Then it, that would be a hard thing to add. No, I mean, my, I mean, Mike, you're right. It's not for us to to figure out how to do it. We just know that it doesn't feel great, right? So right. it's on. It's so it's so, on the devs to figure it out, not us. Yeah, but I think for me though. So I was playing it. It's like okay, it's, it's obviously not the same. It doesn't have the same reaction as like the games you mentioned. And this is different. And I just was like, okay, well, that's how Anthem deals with it. And I just moved on because I honestly didn't care. It's like, I know I'm getting a critical hit when the yellow numbers are popping up. Hmm. And it was definitely different because you have to find where the critical spots are on all the different enemy <laughs> types. So, um, yeah, so you just got to find all the different enemy types. And it really depended on the type of weapon that I was using. And the thing that worked uh, the best for me was really the heavy pistols for the critical shots because those really made a huge difference. But um, it didn't have the same reaction like you guys were saying, you know, all the time. And I don't, I don't know if, I mean, because the world of Anthem is so much more powerful, right? We have to have these javelins to even survive out there. Yet there's a lot of people we have to go rescue who don't have javelins. But that's besides the point. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I don't know if it's if it's. Yeah, if it's made that way because they're supposed to be so much more powerful and so our weapons aren't going to have the same kind of effect, you know, um, in the beginning because we have weaker gear, weaker weapons. Um, So I don't know if that's something they fixed near the end game or, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, you guys don't like the way it feels, but I didn't really have a Well, and with such an emphasis on abilities and making sure that you've got, you're doing the combos, you're doing... You're doing the priming and the detonating. Maybe maybe guns in this point are in this instance are a secondary option. You know they're there they're there in between your your melee and um, ability recharge. And so maybe maybe that's why maybe maybe the guns should be should we should be thinking of them as taking a backseat versus I, being up well, front and center. And I think so that's as, possible because the sound that it makes when you get a combo is one of the coolest sounds in the game. I mean, hearing it sounds like a hammer, like forging a magical weapon every time you get a combo. It's just like a super satisfying sound that you get that gives you that feedback that, okay, I did what I was supposed to. I got that audio cue and now I know I can continue on. And that's what I'm, what, that's what I'm looking for. So maybe something as simple as that, but like Devin said, it might not be the same for everyone. So no, I'm I not, that's crazy. A, I would I never joke about a pirate, right? Yeah. I would never let you guys take the reins on anything. So thanks, man. I'm not even sure what you're letting us do. I'm not letting you do anything, JD. That would be the worst <laughs> possible thing <laughs> at all. Demon has control issues. So, what's our next uh, topic, gentlemen? So, real quick, I want to talk about the Anthem store leak. Ah, good stuff. So, yeah. Devin, store leak, go. So, the store leak. Somebody decided to snap a picture of something they weren't supposed to, and then put it on the internet. Because people, happened. you know, tend to do, and they're like, "Oh, I can get some clicks off of this, cause issues and uproar." Mm-hmm. And of course, that's what happened. People are freaking out. 
with nothing that's final, even when Bioware responded and gave the information to this is not correct, it's not final. Uh, that's why we don't show these kind of things when it's not done because people freak out and they're like, oh, this is how much everything's going to cost and real world money and, you know, making assumptions and, you know, what making assumptions does. <clears throat> so, um, go ahead. Yeah. Well, the other part to that is uh, that was actually taken from one of the capture events. So it was a content creator who did end up leaking that. Um, we don't know who, but whoever it is, they're. I, there are a lot of bad words I could say about whoever leaked that. Uh, we were told, okay, so to set the scene at the event, everyone was open and transparent with us. Yeah, there were bugs uh, we experienced every here and there, but they were transparent. That was fixed. Oh, that's something we didn't know. I'll report that. Hey, by the way, guys, we're going to show you the shop, but please do not photograph it. Do not record it. Don't do anything with it because we can't stress this enough. These are only placeholder numbers. These aren't even values. They hold no value yeah. at all. These are placeholders. Uh, ev literally everything from uh, exotic, not exotic, from, uh, legendary, all the way down to uncommon have the same values, at least for certain, you know, armor pieces or, or what have you. Uh, and they said, don't put any stock into it. Don't share it. We're going to share this plenty. Just hang tight. Whoever this person is, decide to leak this out and. Golly, that it just really grinds my gears. Uh, it ticks me off that they put this much trust into us, not to record it, not to show it off. And there it is, front and center for everyone to see, and everybody's losing their mind over it. Oh, they're thinking because yep. they're thinking this thing costs however much it's going to cost. That's that's frustrating. I can imagine. I can imagine what they're what they're probably thinking of thinking about at the studio. And and really, ultimately, it's just going to end up hurting your entire group as a whole, no. you know. Yeah. And, and and that's what it does. I mean, one one apple spoils a bunch, and so and so this is frustrating. Um, that being said, there's some going to be some cool stuff in the store. Um, oh, some God. some sweet ways to to trick your javelin to to make it super nice. Um, and I'm excited to see all the cool stuff that's going to be there. Um, you could spend so much time in the forge and and not even play the game, um, so so that that can be frustrating. Spend, not not frustrating, but spending all that time in the forge. Maybe. Um, it, it, it's just really crazy how many people still don't understand. You know, their microtransactions and uh, yeah. every every day there's still people who are like they're gonna have microtransactions in Anthem, or, you know, or loot boxes, and it's like no, the microtransaction is you see what you buy. You know, yes, they're there, but. You see exactly what you're going to get, and you can earn, you know, coin or whatever they're going to use mm -hmm. to buy that same thing in game. Uh, and some of the stuff you can't even buy with real world money, you know. Based, they didn't tell us what what it would be, but I'm guessing, you know, it's higher level stronghold gear or whatever, beating it on Grandmaster Three. Difficult stuff that they want to reward people for that they don't just want people to be able to buy it and be like, oh, I got this stuff. And um, I, you know, they just. It's a constant uphill battle because people can't be bothered to do any research or right. read anything. Oh, my God. The Young Yam yeah video alone. Good <clears throat> Lord. Right. I mean, it's like it was – so he did that video on the VIP demo, right? And I don't, I don't mean to take it too far off topic for a second. Um, usually, like, I, I do kind of like when he just, like, reports the facts. And it was but good. His, uh, I watched again, the video too. Yeah. 
yeah, the video, like it was, uh, it was a pretty fair video, but the whole thing is that like, I think the next day he puts out a video about how transparent and how great it is that a developer is being transparent about like, and then, and then stuff like that. And then we're talking about like the fact that like, he's talking about it and on, well, he's talking about Anthem and like, he just completely neglects the fact that this has been one of the most transparent marketing campaigns that I've seen from basically any developer in terms of the overall communication with everything, even the response to the demo, to the, uh, the VIP demo, like we had an update almost every day. We had tweets going out the entire time. The dev team was working, uh, working their butts off for it. Um, and even the, the screenshot that was leaked of the market, um, we got a response to that. And that response, what, like, did he, did he include that in that video? I don't remember if he did or not. Uh, he did not because the response actually wasn't made until I think it was today. Uh, the official response by Casey Hudson about it, which you guys know my background, business well, and communications, and I did all that. Wasn't there also the uh, post from Bio Camden? Uh, that yeah, on Reddit. Reddit yeah, but who? Yeah. I, not many check Reddit like people. Not many check on Twitter, uh, and they've been on us yeah. to 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 let them know. But fair enough. I, I don't go into the dark spaces of Reddit. Uh, so the first I ever heard <laughs> of an official you. response was. Uh, today from Casey, but uh, I forget where I was going with this. Damn it. I think you're talking about your your legal background, your legal background. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, business and communications, typically what you do is after this happens, you immediately address it. You don't let anyone quickly cause any issue or whatever. And I realized they've said it a hundred times before that uh, they are still balancing and they're going to be balancing up until day one uh, or until launch. And everything else, and I think I had this conversation with you, JD, over uh, Twitter about it. But uh, they should have said something or given more factual numbers. Like, look, what you saw was a uh, legendary or whatever exotic, I, I don't care, piece of armor uh, yeah. that was set at this. And these people are saying it costs this much. Let's level. They do know how much, say, $5 worth of real world currency is going to get you for shards. They know that. They know that. They're, there's no getting around that. Um, I think they could share that, and that would have been helpful. But also, they, I think they could have said, look, at most, this will probably cost you $5 and $10 or whatever, and put just go on ahead and get it out, because if it costs more, I've already told my, my audience, I, I've already gotten the, uh, you're an EA shill or whatever, oh, yeah. however many times, I can't tell you. In the last week alone, um I've gotten that uh, I will never criticize Anthem or or be uh, I'll forever be a P, uh, paid EA shill or shrew or whatever you want to call it. No, if if I end up having to pay twenty dollars for that uh, piece of armor and I actually got to play in that piece of armor, I'm going to be furious. I'm going to be absolutely upset, and I, I'm not going to going to go out uh, with pitchforks and demand someone's head. But I am going to say plainly and clearly, I'm not a fan of this, and I'm not real proud of it, and EA, this is what you should do, and there's a whole economic principle that if yeah. that piece of armor was $5, people, more people would be more willing to buy five sets for $25, yeah. as opposed to one, or possibly not buying one at all, and it's it's a long list of things that they could have done, they're doing their best, I hear it, I get it, but well, I, I mean, like we should have gotten something. It, it, it's it's like I was it's like we we discuss like very briefly on Twitter. It was just like a exchange of a couple of tweets, but um, like like again, this has been one of the most transparent uh, marketing campaigns from a game developer, mm-hmm. and it's at least from my point of view. And I say this as somebody who loves Bioware. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the fact that they've been transparent about everything except for this, like I'm not, I'm, if I've noticed that and I've had the thought, I can guarantee people that are much more eager to, you know, jump on the hate bandwagon have noticed it too. And the, the thing is that they could get out ahead of this. Um, like we have like two, three weeks of launch. This is something that a lot of people have been wary of since uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is, yeah. you know, uh, the amount of how much you're going to have to grind to get it. Like, it, it needs to be a reasonable amount of grinding. It can't be exorbitant. And for some people, this is a huge bit of information that will influence their purchasing decision. Yeah. And the fact that they are choosing to keep this pretty close to chest, well, we'll play this close to their chest, and it looks like they might not even tell us until release date. Um, e- even I have to say that looks duplicitous to me. Well, I, yeah. I, I don't think there's a good way. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to chat, not to you guys, cause you're not going to be able to hear me anyway. So just give me a second here to roll with this. So I don't think there is a good way to get out ahead of, I mean, the current market or the current landscape for reporting on games is YouTube. And there's, you know, how many thousands of people that are making videos on Anthem that have popped up recently? I mean, there's, there's thousands. You can go anywhere. You can find someone making a, an Anthem video and they're not doing the research. They don't care. I mean, their Dr. Disrespect went on, you know, a short little rant about Anthem. He said the game's going to be bad. It looks cookie cutter. He says, I haven't played it yet, but I know it's going to be bad. So you get people like that that have that big of a following that their followers aren't going to go out and look for that information because that is their source of information. So people like this, like, how do you combat that against those people? You can't. They're not going to go listen to a video from Bioware explaining what their microtransactions are. They're just not going to do that. Um, they're not. I mean, it's so hard to get out in front of it, everything. So you can either make, you know, a video to say, hey, this is this, and it gets posted to Reddit. And how many, what percentage of people are actually going to be able to see that? You know, I, I don't know what that percentage is. I don't know how, what that outreach is. Well, I mean, currently their videos aren't doing, you know, super good on YouTube. Their more, their more recent ones are, but nothing like the YouTubers that are, that are actually out there covering the game. So I don't, I don't know what the best way to do that is. Unless you just open the store and you show people and you say, here it is. This is the store. Yeah. But well, then, I mean, they're going to have one more stream, you know, before the game comes out, right? So they have, yeah. They have another opportunity where they have a stream where they can be like, all right, look, we're going to talk about these things. We're going to tell you what to expect, and we're going to clear the air. And you're right. I mean, it's there's really no perfect timing to share information because, obviously, they share information, and people still, like you said, they can't be bothered to look it up or try and find it. And, again, you know, they go to whoever they're going to, uh, whoever they watch, and if that person doesn't care, that person doesn't put up correct information. And that's what they're going to follow. They have misinformation based on YouTube videos and everything else. And it is really hard, like you said, to combat that. But I think for me, for the store, I mean, the Legion of Dawn uh, kind of sets a uh, precedence, right? So you get the four armor sets, you know, for the 20 extra dollars. Right. So for me, like in, in my mind, it's like, okay, I understand this is like a special deal. But again, you know, $5 for a full armor set. That's, that's very, that's super reasonable. Yeah. You know, that seems fair. To um, me. I, I understand if it goes, you know, even up to $10 for a nice primo one. legendary yeah. God roll yeah. amazingness. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, none of their microtransactions are pay for power. Right. So mm-hmm. 
that's the the tricky thing and it's all cosmetics and it's how much are you willing to pay i mean fortnite people are <laughs> dropping 20 dollars left and right for a skin all the time so but it's also uh, a free-to-play game and and that's what yeah, people will tell you Favorite. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's free to play, but it's not if you want to buy anything and you want to be able to get into the seasons. You have to invest at least one time to be able to get any amount of good content. And so it's like I've played with my friends and they're like, well, you have to buy at least one time. And then if you save up all the stuff that you make, then you can get into the next season. It's like, well, how do you get any skins or anything else? Because they don't give you hardly any content uh, when you're just doing the free to play version, which I understand it's free to play. But, you know, for $60, you're getting so much content, you know, in in a game like Anthem, and people all the time complain about, you know, how much content. But it's like if I go to the movies with two kids, it's forty dollars, you know, and that's like a two hour experience. Versus, you know, even if we only put fifty hours into Anthem, I'm getting a way better value. <laughs> I'll put you fifty know? hours in the first day. Yeah, what uh, hours? Yeah. Time and hours, days are. I'll, I'll be playing on PC and Xbox. Thanks. <laughs> At the same time, I'll, I'll be running back and forth. So one of my, I'm just going to pair my controller to both. That way, I can control it on both screens. Wow! All right, I, I just I, blew my own mind. I, I think you we've were, beaten. Uh, you were saying something, William? Wait, who's saying what? I thought you were in the middle of saying something. <laughs> no, I, I was about to it, the. The last thing I can say on it is it's ironic that people are having such an issue with the microtransactions. Yeah, skip all the, the clickbaity stuff and what have you. At least we're not paying for power. People preach on Warframe and, and uh, Fortnite doing it right, and I, I don't know what other game does microtransactions right. But uh, the favorite one they compare it to is Warframe. Uh and how it's impossible to get premium currency, or not impossible, I've played it for six years, but it's hard to get the premium currency. And then even then, uh, you can't pay for power, and you can. Uh, the only way to get these exclusive accessories is to pay for them with uh, the premium currency, which means you have to spend some money or save up a butt-ton of premium currency, which is impossible to do. So it's kind of hypocritical that they say that EA can't do this, but uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, DE can do this. Yeah. Or at any other company other than EA, I don't think we'd be having this discussion right now. No, probably not. And it we, I think we've beaten this. I think we've yeah, beaten right. this discussion we, into the ground. So we're going to move uh, on. So six into the ground. So speak, I, I beat a lot of sixes on my on my own. So speaking of not being uh, Bioware fanboys, we're going to talk about things that they that we didn't like in the in the demo and things that they can improve on things we did not like in the demo thanks okay, devin i appreciate that so <laughs> so flight ceiling i think it's way too low i think they need to change it it's got to be way yeah. higher than it is the, the at least back. be able to get above the land well, the the craziest thing right that i saw for the rip stream was in the stronghold when you're inside <laughs> of uh you know how do you have a rip stream when you're inside of a cave and there's a ceiling above you uh that i i think it's was a not cave you know yeah. no. ah, ah. <laughs> that that when it slams you into the ground with such force uh it's like look just put a kill box or just put something that cuts out your uh you know your your jetpack or whatever but that ripstream inside of a cave doesn't doesn't make sense even in the Star Wars universe, and um, it's just I mean they need to implement that 
correctly and and a little bit better. Agreed. And then walking speed in the fort, that's going to be addressed. So I'm yep. glad that they're, they've already heard everyone's feedback. And I guess it was just taken out for the demo for some reason. I don't know exactly probably why they bugs. would take that. It's probably just a bug. So uh, walking speed. And then I want to hear your guys' opinions on this. The loading screens into different areas. I think they were weirdly placed. And like you never felt like you were going to go into a loading screen until you were in a loading screen. I mean, you were almost like, yes. did this just freeze? What's happening? And then you're in a yeah. cave. So what, what could they do to fix the loading screen issue? Is it just as simple as put a door there or make you hold A to open a door and then it loads you in? Oh, they have plenty I, I of think, doors, plenty of tombs, plenty of everything. I think that's the way to go about it, period. End of story. I, if you want to make it even a little bit more clear, you could always do um, like a little like, a little like title telling you like what the area you're about to enter is called. That's a mm -hmm. pretty universal, like uh, you're about to load into a different area. Like that's pretty universal, like game design right there. Well, we yeah. still had, we still had area locations show up in the bottom of the screen. Yeah. So those showed up when you went to a different area. Steve, you're speaking about like, like on the map, you see this long wall of cliff and there's a little tunnel in the middle and you fly through and it stops you. Loads you into a loading screen, yep. and then you continue on flying. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, so I don't think I ran into too many of those. I got most of my loading screens when I went underground. I mean, when I, I went mean, from surface level to underground. I don't think it was between surface level area. I don't remember. No, I'll have it, to check my. Yeah, and it's not between my stuff. And it's not between the surface levels. It's between the you know going into the Lo caves, going into the mandibles was one of the areas. Going well, into, like you, especially when you did the mission, you went back and forth to that one area multiple times yeah. and you had to load in right there, you know, load, go in for like a minute and then go back was out the, and load again. <laughs> do we know, was that, was that because of the demo or was that, or was that in game? Is no, I, I think that's in game. In game. That's going to be interesting yeah. because they're I'm loading gonna, a new environment and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm that, gonna, that definitely takes you out and. And didn't it happen when we were playing, like, I would hit the loading screen, and then Devin would still be in the world, but then Devin would hit the loading screen, which means it would put us yeah, in they would new area at different times? Yeah, because they would transmission you to the to your team, cause, because when you're playing on, on story missions or any kind of missions like that, they have, you know, a limited amount of space or time, you know, that you can be far apart. Right. So they're going to drag you into that, whereas in free play, you have... You know, the tethering isn't as bad right? Uh, in, in free play where you can just go wherever. But uh, when they go into mission area, you know, you get sucked in. And that, that happens, but... Um, I think it happened when you were looking for a chest. Yeah, like you I was just went. about to grab something and then I'm like, no, no, let me get to it. <laughs> and yeah, and, and like, that's why we did it, obviously, so you wouldn't be able to oh, get yeah. the chest. Um, but, but yeah, that definitely needs to be addressed. I, it doesn't feel fluid. It doesn't feel natural. Um, but, but, I mean, but yeah, it's definitely difficult for him. Because yeah, you're just like, sure. okay, we're going to go into this cave. And it's like, as soon as you get to a spot, put you into a new area. Obviously, they do that so they don't have to load all the geometry all the time. Right. And all the areas. Because when you're going into that area, it's a whole separate area. It has nothing to do with the whole wide open world uh, that they have in Anthem. And, you know, they only have limited resources. And... It really, I mean, it's tough. I mean, when as I was playing the game, I was like, I played over 20 hours last weekend, 
Hmm. And when I played on Xbox, I was like, this is... I was playing on Xbox One X, and I was like, this is not good. <laughs> um, you know, I know Xbox had the, the hardest times, but just going from PC to console, I just, I just you know, can't do this. <laughs> it's like, just, just so much mind. better. This wasn't PC. working. Yeah. And I think, you know, Anthem is a great game. It looks awesome. It's amazing. And I just don't, I mean, I felt bad for my friends who were playing on Xbox and, and anybody who's playing on console, honestly. <laughs> Because yo, what up, Devin? Well, well, uh, I don't know if we want to get, get into that out of out of Anthem because it it's not going to run as smooth. And I mean, I know you talked about like running in the fort, right? So, example, when I was playing on on Xbox, going to the fort, if I was clipping corners to go faster, the stuff wasn't loading, and that to me was why they made you walk and they have a specific speed because they're loading in the assets in the game, and so when they're opening up a door, they want the stuff to be already loaded, whereas you know, on PC, that was never an issue for me, but it was on Xbox. If I got there too fast and it opened up the door, stuff would still, like, be popping in and loading in all over the place. Hmm. I ran into that issue a bit on PC, too. Um, as I was flying, I could see um, landscape in the background loading in. So, I mean, Xbox isn't taking all the hits. PC had a few hits. I guess I was just flying too fast because my javelin's better than everybody else's. It's but, true. Easy now, Ranger. But I can understand. Um, I didn't run into any more bugs other than the bugs I was supposed to run into. But I mean, um, I mean more than more than just bugs, though. I mean, we're talking, like, these are kind of controls. issues that, technical issues, like swimming. Swimming is awful. Um, oh, I think it's it, 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 tough. I think it sucks. I think it's easily the worst part of the experience so far like flying too much trouble. like flying into bodies of water and then you know just diving and then going straight up felt fine but if you actually have to stop and navigate and try to find a tunnel it's it's not a good experience um with the storm you have a shield on it makes it oh harder to see while you're underwater and the flashlight doesn't help at all underwater, so it's not like you it know. It doesn't illuminate very far. So, so I'm going to share. I'm going to share a story with well. this. This is when this is when Stephen and Devin and I. I can't remember who was with us. Was it that Clint. first time? Was it Clint that was with us? That first time we did it. So Might Clint was with us. We dropped into the stronghold, and and apparently I get motion sick. I didn't know I did hmm. until I was having to swim. Oh, the first um, time you guys went was with Phaedrin, and it wasn't me because I went. You did go to bed. You were being a sissy lala. Anyway. But that's beside the point. Um, so we we jumped in the water, and and either I got turned around, I got I got a little motion sick, or a combination of the of both. But but man, that swimming part was the hardest part for me. I actually because because while you're swimming, you either have going as fast as you can or not moving at all. There's no kind of like in between to try to navigate yourself through stuff and and around rocks and stuff and so i sped headfirst into a cliff you know and was stuck there for forever and so my camera started wigging out because i was trying to turn around and i couldn't tell which way was up or which way was down and i actually got sick so that was i had a, I had a rough experience with swimming i don't know easily my least favorite part of anthem is swimming uh the flight controls trust me they've been fixed uh when I played during the VIP demo, or not the VIP during the capture event is nothing like the VIP demo. I think they're giving us the updates that we had during the capture session to the uh, the demo because they were atrocious. There is no getting around that. I mean, they weren't as bad as the alpha, 
but they were still rough. NDA for life. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, 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 Mule Horn and, and his crew can attest uh, Jesse has allowed that to, uh, to, to go out of the NDA. Um, uh, does Jesse uh, write the uh, EA uh, NDAs? Well, no, I can blame it on him, though, and he, <laughs> he can take in front of that. And um, he's legally no. liable. Yeah, he's like, it weren't me that said it. Look, I'm the lawyer. I know my shit. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Anyway, uh, no, wow, I just swore. I'm sorry. I'm really? tired. It's really late. I'm really tired. Anyway, it's really uh, late here. Uh, what, what I was saying, though, was the water, even during the, the, the real play session, it was not swim. It's not something that they have fixed. It's not something that'll be ready for launch. It's water it is what it is, right? for a while. It, it is, is what it is, and and we're gonna have to get used to it. We'll just have to stay out of the water. Um, well, that's hard. As much as we can. There's a lot of stuff where you will be going underwater. Yeah. Uh, not. I, I I think at the at the just very least the they could before. benefit a they could benefit a ton from just making the underwater sections brighter at least because I know that when I did the the first like not even the first like two times uh, I did the stronghold. Uh, when I, when I did the stronghold, I had like no problem like getting through it. And then there was one time where everybody in my group, um, like it was just particularly dark for whatever reason, underwater, and we just got lost in the caves uh, <laughs> underwater. Like we were we were in there for probably about five ten minutes, right? Did you guys know that there's a there's a in, like ruins like uh-huh. in, in, in like a little side cave in there too? Yep, we found them. There's there's three was, caves down there. I got there's lost for a cave. very long time uh, during the the stronghold. The first time I played it during the capture yeah. session, we're yeah. like, where am I supposed to be going? I felt, we, we were just chilling out underwater for ten minutes and then realized huh, I felt so stupid. Lights are uh are right there. I wonder where they lead. Nice. Oh crap. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's where we're supposed to go. Okay, that's pretty neat. And yeah. it, and it is very possible that in the beginning of the game the following the lights is telegraphed somehow in an earlier mission and we're just getting dropped into the stronghold so it's kind of like okay we don't know this information yet and maybe that's why we weren't able to pick up on that cue as fast as we should have um just because we hadn't been trained yet that hey there's glowing beacons in the water this is what you need to follow to get where you need to be because even if you turn up the brightness setting you know on on the on the settings on your that's computer what you have to do right steve you no because it, it doesn't work it just kind of muddies oh. what you're seeing it doesn't make it any easier to see unfortunately so i mean any those are those those are things i hope that they'll get a lot of feedback on i mean there was a yeah, survey but... that went out um that i hope everyone filled out and they said that the swimming was not a good experience and they need to change it especially if they're going to be hiding a lot of cool stuff in the water so as far as fixes go, Chad, the head of life service, I'm going to go ahead and read um, the post that Chad put out for everyone about the fixes that they came up with. Yes, head of the life service. Yeah. So he says, hello, Anthem community. Thanks for being here. We're hard at work to be ready for our public demo weekend. That's tomorrow, starting um, this the 1st of February. This week has been focused on improving the player experience in the demo. That focus was based on our learnings and your feedback. For those of you that played last weekend, you should see significant improvements in multiple areas over the last week. While we are confident that these changes will improve the weekend's experience for players, we also we are also cognizant that we may see reoccurring and new issues. Our team will again be working around the clock to deal with any problems that arise so that all players can enjoy the game. As always, you can use AnswerHQ uh, for people that do that. I can never get that website to work. 
Um, our ongoing scale testing this week has gone well. We're confident. We are ready for the load we will see. Last, that's what she's, last, like last weekend, we will be prepared to, with more server capacity than we anticipated, um, than we anticipated will be needed. However, predicting player numbers, particularly for a new game like Anthem, is the first open public weekend is very difficult. If more players decide to try the game than we anticipate, we'll also have systems in place to control entry rates for on for oncoming players. This is to ensure players in the game are having uninterrupt, uninterrupted fun and to give us time to increase capacity. If you encounter these situations, we'll hope you'll be patient with us and try again later. So a couple of the other things that they mentioned that they fixed, there's um, further improvement, performance improvements, additional stability fixes, fixes to inscriptions showing up incorrectly, fixes to inscriptions from other javelins being chosen, fixes to disappearing customization settings, fixes to XP gain behavior, audio improvements, improvements to PC controls, and a social hub, the launch bay, and a few thousand more. So one additional comment based on what we've asked on Twitter is if you're returning, if you are a returning VIP demo player, you're going to have all that progress carry over. So that's going to be fantastic, I guess, for the people that are carrying over. I mean, it doesn't take that long to get back up to level 15, but I mean, you'll be able to spend more time in that stronghold, I guess, and hopefully in free play. So let's see. And then they mentioned that there's been over 2 million Grabbits murdered. Um, so that's a stat that they were tracking. I don't know how many of those Gravits you guys ended up killing, if any at all. Devin, how many Gravits did you kill I, during I the open demo? I think he asked us if we shot Gravits. Hell no, I didn't shoot any Gravits. I'm the king of the dang things. <laughs> the king of the Gravits. Oh king my of god, the Gravits. Freelance, uh, uh, Anthem Insider. Da- someone in the damn comment section of the, the stream said, oh, so, Willie, were you the king of the Gravits? No, I'm not the king of the Gravits. Bags. Yeah, he's the king of the Gravits. The entire chat, 100 people. He's the king of the Gravits. Apparently, you're the king of the Gravits. I yeah. shot zero Gravits. I don't know why people did. I think it's because they were there. Um, eh. Come on, people. Don't shoot the Gravits. There's, I don't think there's a point. I mean, they're there for a reason. I mean, they're not there just just cut. I mean, maybe they are there just cut. Who was no, it? Uh, did somebody said in one of the playthroughs when they shot a grab it, they got a drop from the ground. Um, I don't believe that. I, yeah, <clears throat> I think I've gotten drops from the other creatures, right? So, well, yeah, but probably not grabbits. I think the I'm gonna sure try and find them. out. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, uh, Apparently, the, the the inside of the mouth of a Grabbit is even more nightmare fuel than the outside of a Grabbit is, according to Ash. So it's got teeth all these, down its throat. Like why? Well, why? because because Anthem. Because uh, I, everybody is. is everybody's welcome to come to my restaurant in Fort Tarsus, where I'll be serving nothing but Grabbit and ghosts. It is what it I is. I will. I will it is set it, it is. get it in a wrap, get it in a bun, just grab it and go. Done. All right. So one so, so one thing we do know that in order to kill grabbits, you have to have a weapon. So Devin, will you give us your impressions of the weapons that we had in Anthem? My yeah. impression? Yep, your impressions uh, of like, the overall weapons. I mean, was there one uh, the that you were weapons, My favorite weapon was the uh heavy pistol, but uh, I spent most of my time with the Interceptor, and so uh, I did like – there's lots of sniper rifles, shotguns. Everything was really good. Uh, I don't think there was a single weapon that I used that I didn't like, but 
my favorite was the the heavy pistol just because of how much damage they would do and especially when you're getting those crit shots um they would i mean it tears through the shields really quick on enemies that uh those frost brutes when you're running into those on the missions um People were just dying left and right. You know, Mike was having those errors all the time where he's kneeling down. <laughs> I had this weird bug that, like, I would but, I would go and I would just, like, it would just put me into a repair screen. It was odd. It's I was bug. confused. Yeah, it was a bug. Real life. <laughs> no, uh, but it was really good, and they would tear through those. Uh, you know, I found that worked the best for me in, in my play style. But, um, yeah, I definitely want to play with more. There's a lot of different options that I was getting. But I found myself, okay, I want to stay at the top level of, you know, whatever you can get to. It was like 134 in the VIP demo. And so I would just be like, oh, I got a new weapon. I haven't had this one before, but it's lower level, so I don't want to use it. So, right. So, I don't know. And that kind of limits, that kind of limits too. Um, we were able to craft a certain number of things. And I yeah. think I think the stuff I got to craft was different. Um, from what you got to craft, didn't you get to craft some weapons? Yeah, I crafted weapons. Uh, I couldn't craft but, any But at that power level, level 19? No, so uh, the I, most I, I do was like 17. Oh, good. I was able, I was. I had a. Uh, I had an auto rifle blueprint for for power level 19, so I was able to to kit my, all my remaining javelins out to 134 because uh, I had that blueprint and I had enough materials massed. Um, which is going to be a fun part of the game too. If you can get those blueprints, gather those materials. I thought maybe materials would be hard to get, but but even in those twenty hours that we played, I mean, I mean, I had, I had excess of a hundred on anything, you know. And I crafted, I think I crafted six guns, um, and I still had um, it was the blue embers, I think is what they're called. I still had one hundred and twenty-five of those. So so that's not something you're going to run out of um, anytime soon, which is good. And I'm I'm assuming well I guess with the rares with the rares it's always going to be that I think that five um, embers that it costs and then when you get up to the purple they're going to have their own set of embers. Um, the crafting is fun. Uh, the components thing is a lot of fun. I think that's a that's a whole whole another metric that we're going to have to do because with the guns balancing those and then balancing your components and your support system to make all that stuff work together because. Because if you're not careful, you really could have a system that works against you. Yeah. You know, you could you could have all these these bonuses to shotguns and auto rifles, and you could be carrying around a sniper rifle and a and a heavy and a heavy pistol, and you're not going to get the numbers that you could be getting if you were just to go in and, and look and check. Um, I kind of was bugged, and this might be another technical thing. I would like to see in the pause menus my loadout. Because I forgot so many times what if I had the muster point on or the bulwark point, and I know it gives you the the icon down at the bottom of the screen, but I hadn't familiarized familiarized myself with that stuff yet, or the components, because there's nothing that shows what components you have. Um, so I would like to see what my kit is if I go into a pause menu, because um, I forgot I forgot what my abilities were. So, It'll become more crucial so, in the end game when you've got those intrinsic perks with uh, yeah. those legendaries and yeah. what inscriptions you have. God, that, I can't stress how important that is. And I can't tell you how many times when I made my builds that I during the capture event that I completely forgotten uh, what I was doing. And I would see like like the, the Raptor thing or whatever there was from the, 
the prior uh, stream, mm-hmm. I wouldn't remember what that is. I, I would see these things like fly on my screen. Hey, you got this, this, and this. Cool. What were they again? Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and do they all mesh? Do they all match? Do I have the right stuff on? I mean, so so that was something that, that we found out in the stronghold as we were running our our strongholds that we just forgot what we had. I think our entire group was like, what, what exactly do we have? I'm not exactly sure. We were still playing with builds. So I would like to see that, um, in final game. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it makes it there sometime. I think the, yeah. I think the common tagline is not at launch, but, but it's, it sounds like something I, that I totally should agree be with you there. I do think though, the, the vault space is going to be an issue, right? With right. Four, four different javelins. Yeah. It was, it was 300. No, oh, it's 300 now. Oh, okay. was it 300 or was in it the, in the in the open or in the VIP demo it was 300. Yeah, it was 300. Yeah, it was 300. Oh. So, yeah. but it's but like I still don't think that's enough. No, like I I had it almost to 200 just from the demo and you know, it's like I guess they just expect us to delete all the stuff, but the way they look at it is this. If you get this rifle skirt, you get a, a exotic rifle as opposed or legendary rifle as opposed to exotic they expect you to melt that down because the obviously the legendary is going to be infinitely better um as far as the weapons go they expect you just to have like one or two of each weapon variant and even then that's what 48 guns total i think they're 24 uh and different weapons uh not including well including the heavy weapons too i suppose um they're 24 total types uh like the whirlwind as opposed to the what was the other one devastator the devastator yeah, yeah. So, so there's two types of sniper there's two saying? for everything like uh two types of pistol two type of this two type of that two type of that two type of that so they're 24 in total i think that's what the official number was they expect okay. maybe two of them uh of the same rarity and if you ever have a rarity higher than that they expect you to delete it and keep on moving uh and the same way goes with your abilities too uh, right. In theory, it all works if you manage to conserve your space. Not all of us are going to be playing all four javelins. I know I'm sure as heck not going to be playing the Colossus much. Uh, I didn't enjoy that javelin whatsoever, uh, which was really surprising to me. Uh, and sorry if I'm hurting any Colossus fans out there. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's nothing against a Colossus. Hey. I think I there's just... like two of them, so you're only hurting two people's feelings. So. <laughs> hey, what up? No, no, no. I, I couldn't get my hand around, um, I couldn't get my brain around the Colossus, which was surprising because that was my number two javelin. Um, right. I was going to play, which is something really cool. I found as I played all four, each one is so distinct from each other. And I, I suppose I'm transitioning us. Sorry, but I, I want to talk about that so badly before I forget. <laughs> each one feels so totally different. I thought, ah, well, yeah, the storm can hover interceptors quick and the Colossus tanky. Okay, cool. Uh, going into playing for the first time. No, totally no. different. It's like playing different classes. It felt so good, except for the Colossus, and I couldn't get my hands around it. I, I wanted it to be more yeah. tanky than it actually was, and it to me it just felt like a heavy ordnance launcher without any dodging. Uh, and I well, can't I mean, we game. had this conversation where we felt, you know, like early on the mm-hmm. uh, Colossus is squishy. It's, it's mm-hmm. real. It, it That's dies quick, and like when I played it on Xbox, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And when I played it on PC, because I had a lot more parts for it, because I was saving them in my vault, and I was able to instantly just level it up to 132 or 133, mm-hmm. and it was played a whole lot better. But I think they're, you know, 
the whole thing of only having one or two doesn't fit the narrative of being able to create different right? so yeah how can i have you know with random rolls or for your inscriptions how can you have multiple builds if i only have two weapons and they have different inscriptions that don't focus on those builds so if i need to ha- if i want four different builds it's like i'm going into one stronghold okay i have a build strictly for that stronghold for their enemy types and everything else but i go to another stronghold and i have a different build and if i have you know if i'm playing with certain friends i have maybe a, a team focus build or i have you know a dps build so all those things require different gear pieces, different weapons, and you know, having only two does not fit the narrative of being able to build multiple builds for having one. I do have to take the the math real quick. Nice. Uh, if you had two of everything, you'd still only have one hundred and forty-four items. Uh, that's if you had two of everything. Well, the, and so, that's just weapons, right? So add components to that. No, no, no. Uh, like, oh well, sh- yeah, I. I did abilities and weapons, not components. I, right, because you've got six that. components that yeah. you have to deal with, and you've got and you've how many got, variations of those? And how many variations of those can you have per javelin? It's per a good shuttle. point. Wait until that, we actually play it to actually say, ah, it's not enough space or whatever. Well, that that, that number gets space. to three hundred really fast. I agree, and we'll so, see how fast or how relevant that really and is. how relevant it becomes. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, in in regard to the weapons, um, I would have to say my biggest complaint um about the weapons like i i mean i i love the auto cannon i love the grenade launcher um like i i no real complaints there aside from maybe the loading well the reload uh thing being a little bit too long but my big complaint um and i don't know if any of you guys feel like this uh but i it really bothers me that um there's that both assault rifles and marksman rifles can be burst rounds and because I remember, like, I, I mean, like, just maybe it's just years of being, um, uh, what's the word, um, accustomed to certain um, naming conventions of, you know, gaming and shooters. Uh, I accept, well, I usually expect that the assault rifle is going to be, like, the, you know, either fast assault or, rifle. Yeah, like, well, like, you know, like, it's you fully, know, usually fully automatic. Maybe the, the speed of, you know, uh, maybe the rate of fire might differ from type to type. And that the marksman rifle is either going to be like a three-round burst or a single shot, uh, but that's you know generally been the like naming convention across gaming. And uh, I remember I grabbed like the first time I got I got a storm, um, I grabbed an assault rifle and a marksman rifle because I figured okay, single shot and full auto, that's that's some pretty good flexibility there, especially mid range, long range. And I grabbed that and then I was like, wait a minute, am I using the same gun? And it turns out my marksman rifle was a three-round burst. My assault rifle was a four-round burst. And it, it just uh, that really just rubbed me the wrong way because it, it just kind of it's it, it's like if you move if you were to move the shooting button to like the X button as opposed to right trigger. It, it's just something like it didn't have to go against the grain uh, of like naming conventions or like typical video game um, rules, I guess or. Uh, what's I don't know what the better word to use for that is. Maybe somebody can help me out here. Um, I I don't know so much about that, but I also don't I don't feel like the weapons seemed flashy enough for what they were. Like you said, JD, you I mean you might not have even known what weapon you were using at the time because there's nothing that's really telling you or identifying, you know what what you're using. Like I had a pistol that was a single shot, then I had a pistol that was fully auto. I mean, you don't ever really see them. Like, if you're playing a first-person shooter, you really have a personal connection to the weapons you're using. 
just because they're there up front and center. But I mean, I, I use, um, Savage, the rare light machine gun a bunch just because that one felt the best to me and it had a good rate of fire and did good damage. But I couldn't tell you the difference between any of the sniper rifles. I don't think I even picked up a shotgun. If I did, I never equipped one. So I, I just didn't have any connection with any of the weapons that I picked up during the game. And I hope that changes. But I don't I don't think it's going to because the weapon system, the way it is, you can get a rare um, Savage. But then the next Savage you get might be Legendary or it might be Epic. And that thing's just going to keep moving with you. So I... I don't I guess I just haven't felt any connection with any of the weapons and it doesn't really make me like excited to get new weapons other than just watching my number go up. So, I mean and and that's me. I don't know how you guys felt about that system of just, well, this is the savage now and then you're going to get a different savage and you're going to get an extra savage. I don't know if you guys felt like that system works or if it doesn't work at all. Or if you guys even heard anything that I said, so. <laughs> I heard savage a lot. Um, heard that you don't like shot or that you didn't use a shotgun um no sniper i sorry dude nope it's right it's the internet that's what the internet does so it's the what the internet exactly (laughs) oh man but i think guys go ahead i did really like the demo well i I was just gonna say i didn't really end up liking the demo i ended up meeting some random people uh, during the vip demo and like like almost everybody that I met that I played with um, during the VIP demo was basically like, you know, yeah, like there were some complaints about um, the infinite loading screens. And, but like by like the last day of the demo, by like Saturday or Sunday, um, like late, late Saturday, most of Sunday, it really just got to the point where people were like, we had our own kind of fixes for the demo and we were just putting up with the infinite load screen. But the reason why we were putting up with it because there was a great game to play mm-hmm. underneath it and like we still like bugs bugs and all like bugs and all we still ended up like wasting like six hours like i spent six hours with total strangers uh, on sunday just playing games i forgot to eat lunch which i'm a, I'm a big fella i rarely forget to eat and i was i was just kind of blown away like i had that i, I had that feeling of like i had lost track of time completely it happens. It happens when you're playing a good game. Um, so I think overall we enjoyed the demo. We're ready for the next one to show up. We're going to jump in as soon as we can on Friday, and then we're going to go ALP on Saturday. Uh, we will see you all there. It's going to be exciting. Get your teams ready. William, get your team ready. My team will be ready to rock and roll. Best of luck to everybody. I'm, I'm serious. I'm I, joke around a lot but this is going to be a time and a half thank you guys for putting that on by the way that's really really cool i really enjoy that you bet you bet it's been it's 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 been steve's brainchild so he he planned it he organized it he orchestrated it he's he's really excited for it it's gonna be a big round of applause to steve gonna be fun we we appreciate all the work that steve does so so i think um hey devin where can can people find you on origin me yeah what's your what's your name on origin Never fear. Never fear. But it's not spelled like a normal person would spell something, right? Well, sometimes like you spell of, things differently. It's got a lot it's of on the website. Nice. <laughs> Steve, what are you on Origin? Uh, just Freelancer Codex. Uh, Steve is Freelancer, Freelancer Codex on Origin. I am Codex Mike on Origin. If anybody sees us fly, floating around in there, um, that's who we are. 
JD's not an origin. JD's not an origin. Or I would. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I'll, I'll, I'll be on Xbox Live, like, I guess, some kind of uncivilized buffoon. But that basically sums me up in a nutshell, anyways. You can nah. find me. Uh, dealer, gamer tag. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll take it, you know. I'm sure you all can guess what mine is. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, William, why don't you plug all your hey. stuff? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Uh, well, I'm your anthem on YouTube. Uh, the URL is like YouTube.com/slash your anthem game. Uh, Twitter, I am anthem your. For a little while longer, I'm seeing if YouTube can't give me my damn your anthem handle. God, that guy hasn't used it in eight years, and I'm still having to wait. Anyway, uh, and then <laughs> Twitch, same story. Your anthem, Mixer, same story. Your anthem, literally. Your anthem everywhere. Nice. Nice. All right, Freelancer. This is Freelancers. This has been episode 71 of the Freelancer Codex podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us despite all these technical issues that we're having and my co-host not being able to hear me at all. Until next time, uh, there's a shaper storm on the horizon. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. Peace. Thanks Peace for listening. Bye-bye. You can find us on Twitter at Freelancer Codex, on Facebook at Freelancer Codex, or through email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Join the Discord through the link provided at FreelancerCodex.com. Our show will always be free, but if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at Patreon.com slash FreelancerCodex. Our individual Twitter handles are at Stephen Lamson, at MLamson25, at Neverfear, and at JD the Joke Dealer. Freelancers, it's time to get to work.